sweet friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you had a wonderful holiday season and a very happy new year to you all. Today's episode is going to be talking about how when you do live slowly in a very modern society, you're really living counterculture to how most people want to live and pursue their life. And so I'm going to be sharing some ups and downs and some things I have learned in kind of like the first year of pursuing this lifestyle. Let's start with a few of the downs, which of course there are because when you do live counterculture, that is to be expected. Not everything is going to be an up and be positive. The biggest downside that I see is that you just receive some judgment. A lot of people my age or, you know, older, especially like I mentioned in my previous episode where I live in Silicon Valley, has have such a vastly different view on how they want to live their life. They very much believe in the kind of modern era that we're in. So they're very into consuming. They believe in promotions and more money and buying more things and you know, don't really understand or care about the environment. Um, And they just don't really believe in the same things that I do. So I think that's the biggest downside that I have seen so far is just the judgment. Instead of like being curious or asking questions, it's more like, why would you ever want to live that way? (laughs) You know, you're not married. So it's not about having, you know, kids that you're home with. Like, why would you choose to not work 40 plus hours and so that you can just you know climb to the top of the pyramid (laughs) or ladder not pyramid um you know and really try to strive for promotions and constantly just strive and you know some people are receptive to like my answers but a lot of people just don't understand it and they don't really want to they think it's weird or they they just don't value it at all and like I said I do think a big contributor of that is just the area that I live in it's not rural and any kind of rural living where people do live seasonally and off the land and really value more of those things are I don't know at least two hours away so it's not the type of people that you know I would love to come in contact with I more come in contact with people that, you know, want to have the latest iPhone and buy a new car and, you know, don't believe in fixing things. They just want to replace things, etc. So, and which is okay. Everyone can live the way they would wish. Um, but I think if you are going to pursue this path, depending on your circumstances and you know, the area in which you choose to do that, you also might experience some judgment and negativity, and that's okay. I think you just have to know that that might be waiting for you. I didn't quite know that I would receive that, and so it was a surprise to me, especially in my peers. I thought, I don't know, we're millennials, right? (laughs) Like, you would be more receptive to living a different way. But, you know, each to their own, and I definitely, I talk about it 
little later on, but I would now love to find a community of people that think more similarly to the way I do and do want to pursue a life like the one that I want to. I think the next downside is kind of, it really goes hand in hand with, you know, when you value success in a different way or in a different form, you still need to be able to sustain your life. And so being unmarried and, you know, not having a husband or a partner to help, I still need to work and find opportunities so that I can live comfortably. And, you know, with my health and then wanting to pursue this lifestyle, it can be challenging to find things and jobs that are nurturing, where I don't have to work hours that um, I can't maintain like I used to work, you know, in terms of 40 hours. Also, if you hear scratching, my dog is scratching a pillow. I'm sorry about that. Um, And so that can be a downside too, is that, you know, you can and really want to pursue this life, but let's say if you're not making money on Instagram or through more kind of like an internet-based thing, trying to find work that is still um, kind of nurturing and wholesome to this way of life is definitely harder. So that's been something that's been a little bit of a downside and a challenge is just trying to learn um, what kind of work would be fulfilling still and allow me to um, live this way that I just feel so passionate about. So I've definitely, I've switched careers and maybe I'll touch on that um, in another episode, but I think I have found what is that for me and I'm super excited about it. The last downside I'll talk about, which really, again, kind of goes hand in hand with the first two, is that, you know, living where I do and, you know, not necessarily sharing my life with someone or having coworkers that feel the same way as me, um, it can feel quite isolating. You know, you can feel like you don't have a community that truly understands you and, you know, pursues the same things as you. And that can feel, you know, yeah, like you're a bit of a lone wolf. So, you know, if you do want to live, and that is kind of the way it is when you live counterculture to what most of modern society does. Um, And that's okay. I guess you have to go in and kind of understand that. And so, I did know that and I didn't, I don't mind it so much. I think when you're first in your first year, it's better to focus on kind of allowing this lifestyle to seep into your life and really figure out what it means to you, how you want to, you know, pursue it and allow it. You know, how is it going to change your habits? How is it going to change your views? Um, I think it's really important to assess those things first before you try to find a community and like-minded people. I think those that generally come second because it's easier to find your people as well when you are more solidified in your values and your views and you have a real way and knowledge of how you like to pursue things. So 
Yeah, I think, you know, coming into kind of my second year of living this way, now I feel ready and comfortable to really pursue a community um, either through church or for me personally, or um, in general, just trying to find maybe a gardener's club or somebody or other people that really enjoy the things I enjoy. And so, yeah, I'm making it a little bit of a positive there. But um, yeah, that can be a downside a little bit is that it can be isolating when many people don't have the interests you have. I think the biggest upside, let's talk some positives now, is that living slowly and seasonally and intentionally, I think really counters, if we're, since we're talking about counterculture, the superficial. It really allows a lifestyle and just a life in general that um, is about building root, roots and really deepening those roots and not living in such a kind of on to the next more is more way. And I think that's, to me, that is the most beautiful aspect of it is that it just feels so genuine. It feels like maybe you're kind of giving a nod to a past way of life where people worked with their hands. They didn't mind getting dirty. They didn't replace things the second something broke. They fixed it. And, you know, they cooked for their families. They spent time outside with them. And those things really mattered to me so much more than getting the latest iPhone or, you know, shopping all the sales or buying a fake plant because it's less work than a real one. Um, again, I just, I think it has become so easy to live in a superficial way. And, you know, people don't have the skills anymore even to really live the way people used to. I mean, many people don't cook because of apps and things like DoorDash or Uber Eats. People don't know how to grow things. Um, and you can see the impacts that has on the environment, absolutely. But I just feel like it really impacts people's being in mental space as well. So to me, the biggest upside to living this way is just truly getting back to a lifestyle that matters, one that I think I truly feel proud of or and will feel proud of when I'm older, living and pursuing this kind of life, and one that, you know, I'm excited for, for when I do have children, for them to not be glued to screens and, you know, also running around and playing and using their imagination. I just think this way of life is so much more nurturing to the mind, body, spirit than what modern society is constantly telling us and pushing us how to like on how to live, you know? So yeah, I think that's the biggest upside to me. My last big upside when it comes to living this way is that I think it really gives space to caring about a life that is more than just centered around you. You know, you're tending to things. You are, 
you know, repairing things instead of replacing them. I think you do if you live rurally and you connect with farmers or, you know, even have a farm yourself and, you know, you are selling your goods and the things you produce to your community, you're really caring about things outside of just, you know, again, superficial things internally, um, like the way you look or like your status and things like that. And I think that is one thing that I also really love is that I have seen that particular aspect really wash over every aspect of my life. Living slowly has, you know, from minute, like such a minute example is even on Instagram, living this way and moving away from fashion or things like that allows me not to be in frame. I don't have to be in the picture. And so it's not necessarily all revolved around me. And that is something that I really treasure. I, as much as, yeah, I love taking a picture of my outfit sometimes, or, you know, maybe like my hair one day, it's not so centered around me. And it's more, again, you're feeling something else from my photos. And I think that is a really wonderful aspect. And, you know, again, where if I, a lot of my gifts this year for Christmas were more things that I made or grew. And again, instead of just some gift I bought. And so people are getting more than just, again, that real top level aspect of life and you. And so I, I personally think that is one of the greatest upsides to living this way is just living outside of yourself. Um, it's helped my anxiety. It's brought me so much more peace enjoy knowing I'm doing something for somebody else, even doing, you know, paying better attention to my dog, etc. And yeah, I really, I really do love that. Okay, sweet friends, that's all for today. I, I hope you, you gave some insight into some ups and downs of living a slow and seasonal life. If it's something that interests you and so, is something you want to pursue, you know, I did talk about downsides, and they're absolutely there, of course. But for me, I think I have seen the, you know, the ups and the contentment and peace and joy that I have felt from transitioning to this type of life outweighs all of the downsides, at least to me. Like I said, there's still hard moments when you experience experience, gosh, <laughs> judgment or some kind of isolating feelings. Um, yeah, those are hard, but I think I have just felt such peace and I am so grateful for that. Okay, have a wonderful day.